Hi, welcome to the I Just Want to Chat podcast. I'm Mary, and we have such a great show for you today. I really mean it. Today, we're joined by Melly in DC from at Wears on Instagram, and we recap everything that went right and everything that went wrong with the last two episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. We also get to chat with Melly for a little bit about her fashion account, and she shares some really awesome personal style tips with us. So stay tuned. It should be a really, really good one. All right, guys, I am so excited. I have Melly in DC from Instagram here with me today. I'm so excited. She's so fun. She's so cute. And she has, this is going to sound really dorky, but really good content online. I really love it. <laughs> Melly, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, I'm more thrilled. I say this pretty much with everybody I <laughs> talk to on here, and I really mean it this time, and I mean it every other time, but... <laughs> I have followed you on Twitter for so long. We've been Twitter friends for so long. <laughs> and this just feels like a full cir- circle like moment to me. I know. I'm so happy. I love it. I'm so excited to be here. Like, I love it. I'm so excited to talk, to talk to you. I'm so excited to talk to you about your Instagram account, Melly Wears, which is like a fashion Instagram inspiration thing. We'll get into all of it later. But Yay. I'm also really excited to talk to you about Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh. Consumes my life. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, and that's how I met you, right? I met you on Batch Chat? Yes, Batch Chat. My, I had, I love Batch Chat. It, it also consumes my life. It definitely consumes my life. I consume way more Bachelor content than I should, like, for, like, any, like, healthy person. Than any <laughs> healthy person should. But, yeah, so I met you on, like, the very exclusive group chat, Batch Chat on Twitter. <laughs> yes, highly exclusive. People keep leaving. <laughs> yeah. People just keep, like, closing the door. We need, like, the AIM, like, door closing noise. I like, know. Um, Actually, that would be sad. Or, like, Chris Harrison just saying, like, say your good news. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm so excited to chat with you. So just kind of, like, a background on you real quick. So you live in D.C., hence the name Melly in D.C., well, actually, so my initials are MDC, and so that's where it came from. Oh, wait, um, so am I a nerd? But you definitely live in D.C., right? Yeah, no, no, no. So my my initials are MDC, and so for a while, my stuff was Melly D.C., and then and when I moved out here, people could be like, well, you're Melly in D.C. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're right. So, so I hope now I never that's move, your brand, and you have to embrace it. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it, it just works out. Like The Lord my has initial- blessed you with an amazing brand. <laughs> It, I, like, really just fell on my lap. Like, I couldn't have picked it better myself. Yeah. My parents really thought of it when they gave me my name. They're like, she's going to move to D.C. one day, and this is going to be her personal Instagram handle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They were so cool. So, yeah, I live in D.C. All right. Awesome. So, you live in D.C., <laughs> and you have this awesome Instagram account. And how long have you, like, been watching The Bachelor, like, just as context? Um, hmm, I think I started – I didn't fully – I mean, I always dabbled in it because, like, friends are watching it, and I am just a very, like – if everyone's doing it, I want to be a part of something. So I'll just like, okay, yeah, I'll watch with you guys. So I think the first season I got like really into was Sean Lowe, which I know is like, oh my gosh, it's like so new, I guess. But I think I watched it pretty consistently since Sean. Um, more of The Bachelor than Bachelorette, which I feel like makes me a bad feminist, but Not whatever. Well. Bachelorette gets really boring sometimes. <laughs> yes. But what I am, I will say is I am actually legally married to Ben Higgins, despite what you have seen. You might have seen in the tabloids, but he's actually my husband. So everyone else can back off, including Lauren. I am so proud of you. You couldn't have picked a better, not just bachelor husband, but I think husband in general. I, 
I love him. He's like a I, good everyone guy. Like, thinks it's a joke. Everyone thinks it's a joke, but I'm like, I'm legitimately in love with him. I think he's like my my man. Like I would, I would be in love with him. I met him in real life. I think you'd be in love with me too. I, I feel like we're a good match. You're definitely a catch. Like I, <laughs> I, think, I think that that would be like a really good pairing. Uh, it's funny. People like always think. I mean, because I give them the impression that I'm like a bachelor, like lifetime fan, based on like how obsessed I am with it. But like I started mm-hmm. watching on Ben Higgins season. And, Whoa! Yeah, and I don't think I would have been as devoted if there wasn't like such a good bachelor in the beginning. Like that's like what hooked me he's, because Ben Higgins is he's like, the best. so amazing. Yeah, I did like go I back and watch a bunch of seasons like when I was on bed rest. So I have like a little bit uh, of like bachelor like know how, but definitely started with the best. Yeah. Started with Ben Higgins. I wish we were getting Ben Higgins 2.0. I believe it will happen. I don't think it will happen this season, but I could see it happening, no. like, later. I think, like, when the world is ready, I think that as a society... We, <laughs> Once we deserve him again. Yeah, like, as a society right now, like, we don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't deserve it then, we don't deserve it now. I, I was Someone on Batch Chat was it you said that maybe, like, Wells is a possibility? Yes. I would be so into that. I well, be... actually, no, wait. Not anymore. Him After and Danielle is going to happen. You don't think so? Okay, so, like, they came out. Okay. With, what was I listening to today? So, like, they've said forever that they're, like, just friends. And mm-hmm. I was listening to a podcast today, and that thing was just kind of like a gag. Like, it was, like, a not like a last oh. hurrah. Like, they're like they're still, like, really good friends. But it was just kind of, like, for the show. Oh, and, my like, God. And I guess that they, like, always joked about, like, having, like, a televised kiss or something. Wait, that, like, just broke my heart. Like, I, I have know. to go through I was so happy about it. I was like, oh my gosh, because I love Danielle M was like my love from that from Nick's season. I thought she was so beautiful and so down to earth. She was just a little and I just, like, loved her. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I think she got more of a personality on Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. But I don't know. I could see them though potentially making Wells a Bachelor and then bringing in Danielle mm-hmm. M as like a wild card. Then everyone uh-huh. would be like but they already have all this history. It's not fair. And, like, that would cause, like, so much drama. I would love it. Yeah, of course. I think you need to be a producer or, like, a script writer for The Bachelor. Because I feel like you know what plot lines will work and what won't. Okay, so embarrassing. I've literally looked into, like, what it takes to be a reality TV show producer because I feel like (laughs) I would be good at it. (laughs) Even though, like, I, like, don't live in Los Angeles and, like, my husband's job is here in Vegas. But... (laughs) You actually like, have to be, like, really qualified for it. Like, what kind of degree do you have to have? Oh, I can't, like, remember the degree. A lot of them, like, I looked at somebody's, and someone's, like, um, who was it? It was, like, some bachelor producer, and his mm-hmm. college degree was, like, in political science. And at first Whoa. I was like, what? And then I was like, wait, that could, like, maybe make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it totally could. I think anything, any, like, social science where you're studying people. Mm-hmm. And kind of how to, like, manipulate, like, opinions and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally see it. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think you'd be great at it. Thank you. Maybe I'll just start my own reality show. Um, I basically yes. have one. Go watch my live Instagram stories on <laughs> at Mary Pearson Art. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> anyway, so let's just hop into the episode. I guess that we already kind of addressed okay. Wells and Danielle. And real quick before we hop in... Um, who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor? Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's not Peter anymore. No, it's not Peter. 
I think Rachel shot him in the foot on the after the final row. Well, like, and have not... you been seeing everything that's been happening this week? No. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, no, nope, happened. So Mike Fleiss, who's like the creator and like the all-knowing oracle of Bachelor stuff, like he's okay. the decision maker. He, uh-huh. he he like randomly tweeted something a couple weeks ago, like does America really want a bachelor that, like, can't commit to an amazing girl or, like, something like that? And then, OMG, okay. And then they, he, like, said something else on his Twitter about how, like, Peter's never going to be the bachelor. And then they, like, leaked a story to People Magazine saying, like, here's why Peter will never be a bachelor. But then we oh my see Steve, who I don't read on the regular i just read on like off seasons for his like bachelor scoop yeah and, like, i live spoiler free as i can um <laughs> he was saying that peter said no and now they're trying to like switch the narrative oh interesting yeah i mean here's the thing there's nothing wrong with i mean obviously like not wanting to get engaged after you know on reality television after you know however many weeks like, there's nothing wrong with that like in theory but like on don't go on the show yeah like, you know, like, you knew what you were getting into. Is this just to promote your fitness Instagram? Which I feel like it was. It definitely was. Do you ever, um, I've, like, talked about this briefly on the podcast before, and this is really me just bringing up old crap, but did you ever <laughs> notice how on Eric's job description it said personal trainer, but on uh-huh. Peter's it said business owner? When they I didn't notice that, but that's so when interesting. When they literally do the same thing. Like, yeah. So they were trying to, like, poise Peter up as this, like, big businessman. And Eric as, like, a lowly... I just work at Vasa. Yeah, so they, um... So they could potentially make Peter Bachelor. So dumb. That's but so interesting. Since, since Peter's out, and then I kind of feel like after this week in Paradise, I don't really see how Dean can redeem himself Mm-mm. enough where Mm-mm. he could be The Bachelor. No, I agree. Um, I wouldn't be maybe Eric. He was I would, cute. I would actually love Eric. I would even still love Dean. We'll get into Dean in a couple minutes, but I would still love Dean. I'd still love Peter. Honestly, I don't. This is one season where I don't think that they could go wrong, unless they mm-hmm. gave us something like super random, like Kenny or something. Like I wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah, they. I feel like they were trying to like make us care about Kenny, and, and like America all. just like resisted. Yeah, everyone's like. Re- mm. <laughs> sorry i don't care about kenny and his daughter yeah, unfortunately i think maybe if he like wasn't so intense about the lee thing which like he has every right to be because like that was such a garbage situation mm-hmm. but i don't know i think that the lee thing kind of turned us all off yeah i agree um i agree yeah so i guess let's just like hop into the episode normally on the sure. i just want to chat podcast we normally go in like chronological order but since, like, these last two episodes, not only were, like, a dumpster fire and, like, kind of dragged <laughs> a little bit, I mm-hmm. I feel like it would be more appropriate to kind of, like, start in chronological order and then just kind of go by subject. Um, sure. But so, it's episode three, and we're still freaking talking about Demario and Corinne, which, like, would be fine yeah. if they were just talking about, like, how they took the break on the show, mm-hmm. but they just keep bringing up the scandal, and it's like, okay, we understand, like, can we please focus on, like, the show now? Yeah. I don't know. It's so, how do you feel about them? Like, I, so what kind of bothered me about the whole thing is 
I mean, just like the scandal in general is like they were taking this so seriously, you know, ball allegations have been made. Yeah, like they we're both shutting, lawyered. We're shutting production down. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. And then like, it's like, okay, wait, that was a false alarm. Now we're going to like, we thought it was serious, but now we're not in actual any trouble. So now we're going to play it up for drama. And I just feel like, I don't know. It just kind of is a little icky to me. I'm interested. I didn't, full disclosure, did not finish to where Demario like gave his side of the story. But I, I'm interested to go and see what that, what happened. Yeah. Because I mean, I did think it was good to have like that whole like summer camp kind of. They were all sitting there talking about it. I thought that was good to kind of like mm-hmm. clear the air and like give the contestants side of it. But I just feel like okay, it's done. Like wash our hands of it. Like stop talking about it. Yeah. Like we. Can- reference the break but like don't just keep bringing up uh just it bugs me actually quite a bit and i'm someone who like i don't know when people allege that it was a publicity stunt i'm like are you an idiot come on like Like, what publicity are they gaining from this why would they want to associate themselves with a sex scandal like how would how would demario and like corinne like sign up for that like that that definitely like didn't happen but the way that they're playing it off makes it seem like they're just using it for publicity, which is so annoying because one, they like they don't need to. Yeah. And two, I don't know. I'll I'll be interested to see the ratings for this last episode because yeah. I guess we could talk about Demario briefly because there really wasn't that much new information given. It's mm-hmm. they poised it as Demario for the first time speaking out. Demario has been speaking out since June. He's had yeah. so many in-depth interviews. He was in the Hollywood Reporter this last week. He was on the E and G podcast where he went into depth, like about the whole thing for like two hours, like totally oh uncensored. Gosh. Like he was allowed to swear. He was allowed to say like whatever the heck he wanted. I, oh my gosh, I got listen to that. Yeah, like I kind of, I kind of have the feeling that he doesn't have a contract with ABC right now, because mm-hmm. or maybe they just say like we really effed you over. Like we don't care. Yeah. Like, go say whatever you want. We're so sorry. Because like, yeah. the things that he's saying are just, like, so damning. Where to I'm, Corinne or to, like, the show? Not to Corinne, yeah. So I don't think that either, like, Corinne or Demario, like, blame each other for any other part of the situation. But they just talk about – he was just talking about, like, how, like, the show kind of mishandled things and mm-hmm. the media really mishandled things and stuff like that and then how horrible yeah. it's been in his life. Um, because yeah. Of but yeah, so really with the Chris Harrison interview, there wasn't really much said that hasn't been said before. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I know that, like, most of my listeners do listen to, like, a lot of other Bachelor-related content. So I'm sure that they've, like, heard the, like, the other interviews and stuff that he's done. So really, like, we don't even need to get into it. Okay. I, <laughs> I was like, like, I'm behind. But next week when Corinne speaks, though, that will be the first time. Oh my gosh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and another random theory, I have a feeling that Corinne still has a contract with ABC. And so hers will be more, like, sugar-coated? Yeah, because Corinne was supposed to be on this podcast I listened to called The Morning Breath, which mm-hmm. I recommend all the time. It's such a good podcast in the morning, like, just to, like, listen to. It's, like, celebrity gossip. It's so good. But they're really good friends with Corinne, okay. and Corinne was supposed to come on the show last week. Then she had to cancel, like, morning of because ABC said that she couldn't do it. Oh, interesting. But ABC isn't saying that Demario can't do it. So I have a feeling that Corinne is still going to get her freeform show. Oh. This is, like, so political. Like, this is the stuff that I'm like, will we ever 
know the real truth. I guess the real truth is what Demario is saying. So yeah. that's the real truth because he's not under any kind of like non-disclosure or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have a feeling that his stuff with ABC has kind of ended, but I have like no real proof to back that off of, just like some evidence, you know? No, it sounds like a solid theory. And I, I would trust you over I'm anybody else. So. I'm so smart. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. You really are. Oh, please. All right, so now that we got all the DeMario stuff over with, we could skip that at the end of the show. But So mm-hmm. we also have to address the fact that we are four hours into Paradise. Like, we had four hours oh my gosh. last week, and we still mm-hmm. haven't had a single effing row ceremony until, like, one hour into the show on Monday. Like I, like... Oh my gosh, I can't. Like, they're just dragging it out so much. And I do realize also that normally their normal filming time is 18 days. And mm-hmm. this oh time gosh. they only had 10 days. So I realized oh okay. that they don't have a lot of days of content, but they have all these time slots to fill. So I know why they're giving us so much irrelevant stuff. But it's still mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. Maybe like, just give out like more date cards or like more do, like, do more stuff like that. Yeah. To like fill more time because, I don't know. I just dragged yeah. on and on and on. But from the episode, other than the Dean stuff, which we'll hit after this, there are still a couple mm-hmm. things I want to touch on. Um, yeah. So, did you notice, like, how all the guys were, like, just broing out? Like, I thought it was hilarious. Like, they just all were, like, buddies, which I think is great, because, I mean, obviously, like, I love friendship, but, like, mm-hmm. who was, I think it was Danielle that was, like, they're here to date. They're not here to, like, hang out with the boys. Like, I just, yeah, I'm sure... It's frustrating to girls like, you know, maybe like Lacey, Danielle, like that aren't, that didn't couple up immediately. Mm-hmm. That the guys just like are more interested in like being with the bros than like, you know, getting to make a connection. If it's not like, if it didn't happen within the first five minutes, they're like, okay, I'm over it. Yeah. And so I heard that Wells, I heard this on the Here to Make Friends podcast. I heard uh-huh. that Wells was instructed by the producers to remind the guys to talk to the ladies. Like, behind the bar. Like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Like, hey, like, remember? So then it was so uncomfortable when, like, Chris Harrison comes out and he's like, all right, guys, it's finally the rose ceremony. Go, if you don't have, like, know where your rose is coming from, like, go figure that out. And <laughs> then, like, all the guys, like, made their mad dash mainly to Lacey. Like, uh-huh. And I normally don't like Lacey, mm-hmm. but poor Lacey. <laughs> oh, my gosh, poor Lacey. Here's the thing. Okay, this is the thing, and I I just remember this. I just feel like there's so many parallels between Bachelor in Paradise and like the singles board scene yes. of like similar situations. Hey, freaking men. Like, I mean, I don't want to be one of those people like complaining about being single, but it's just like it's just funny. Like, I remember there was like the first episode. Iggy was like, "I'm really hope I'm really excited to see who I'm interested in and who could be interested in me," and I was like, "Wow." So true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can relate to that. It's like YSA. But yeah, it's, just, it's, it's funny. It's just, it's funny. I think it's just funny that like it reflects life as well. And I just like, you have these, all these beautiful women in front of you. Like, what are you, what are you doing? You're just, Ben Z, you're picking up rocks and just walking around with them. Yeah. And like when the guys were all like in a hurdle talking about like nacho cheese or whatever, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like Daniel M is sitting over there like a beautiful goddess, like. Go talk to Blue her. Blue is the most beautiful goddess. Yeah. Blue is goddess with the most amazing boob job. Like, seriously. Like, they look so natural. They look um, perfect. I mean, no disrespect to Alexis. 
I don't even think but, Alexis is as bad, but, like, and I love the girl. Like, I love Raven, but mm-hmm. Raven's, like, just, she should have went, like, a little smaller, I think. Just yeah. She's, like, so slender. Like, imagine if, like, Amanda got, like, huge boobs. Like, just <laughs> like double B. <laughs> double Bs. It would have, it would have, because she's so tiny. But, yeah, so, normally yeah. I don't like Lacey, but poor Lacey. I don't know which was worse, like, Alex going there and trying to, like, hit her up for the last time, and she's so not interested. And then Alex. Oh, my gosh. I would be so annoyed if I were any of those girls. Alex going over to Raven, who is, like, already trying to figure out which one of these three guys she should give a rose to. Alex is like, oh, maybe I'll go, like, hit up Raven. Like, come on, you're barking up the wrong tree, man. That's not. Yeah, literally. You need to get. Rid of that. And then Iggy saying that Jewish prayer. That was so Oh my gosh, that made me so uncomfortable. I was like, this is, like, I'm glad Lacey's laughing at this, because I'm like, I'm not laughing at this. Like, if someone had taken something, like, sacred from my religion, like, I, like, I've talked about it before, but, like, I'm a Mormon, so is Millie. But, like, if yes. someone, like, started talking to me, and I'm, like, super casual about, like, being Mormon, like, like, my family's not Mormon, and I, like, field all their questions and their jokes and everything like that. But, like, if someone, like, approached me like that with, like, something about, like, being Mormon, I'd be, like, like, not only are you not getting my rose, but, like, I need you to get, like, ten feet away from me. Like, you're so annoying. Yeah, it was just really uncomfortable. I was just thinking, I mean, I would be so annoyed if I was one of the girls who hadn't been coupled up and like, you know, the guys have been brewing out talking about nacho cheese for the last, you know, two days mm-hmm. and oh, all of a sudden roses and they're scrambling and now they want to talk to me and they're like trying to butter me up with compliments. I'd be like, nah, dude. And like, at least Diggy seemed somewhat interested. I do like Diggy. I do like Diggy. Yeah. I don't think that Diggy did anything wrong in the second episode. And we'll talk about that in a second, but so mm-hmm. the rose ceremony happens and Luckily, Alex goes home, thank goodness. Iggy goes home, thank yeah. goodness. Nick goes home, thank goodness. The only one I'm kind of yeah. bummed to see leave is Vinny, but, like, yeah. it wasn't his time anyway. Like, it was kind of weird that he came back. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the, the farther, like, back that you've been, like, like Amanda's there. There, I said it. Like, it's just kind of too long. Like, no one, you're not relevant anymore. Her, one second. Your hot take about Amanda cut out. All I heard was Amanda... Oh, no. There, I said it. Oh, but like, my hot, what did you say? My hot take about Amanda is that I feel like she shouldn't be there. Yeah, like, I felt uncomfortable like with her going in there. It seemed like a desperate play, and I love Amanda too. And she like more power to her. Like, I am not one of those people that are like outraged. Like, come on, you have kids. Like, so what? You have kids. Like, those kids also have a dad, and it's like ten days. Like, go do your thing. But it's also yeah. like, uh, just like I don't know. It's so weird. But also. The Bachelor contestants, like, make good money for coming on the show. It's so, true. It's yeah. true. Not only, like, does their Instagram following go up like crazy, but mm-hmm. they make, like... All that fab fit fun money. If they're, like, core cast, they make, like, 17000 each. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so for, like, like, 18 days. Like, that's sweet. Yeah, so it's, like, it's fairly decent. Um, some of the cast... It, like, depends on, like, who the cast member is. But, like, they have, like, some core people that make the total amount. Um, yeah. Okay, so it's the next day. I guess it's time to talk about Adam, Raven, Sarah, Adam. Can we just talk about the fact that maybe Adam is like more good, like ugh, more good looking in real life? But in what world is Sarah and Raven like 
like fighting does, over does a guy him. like Adam have like the choice between Sarah and Raven? You know what? I have no idea because I mean he seems nice. He definitely seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But I'm just like, why is he like? I don't know. It's, it's like he's he, not that he seems like an annoying guy though too i remember like the little bit of him that we saw in rachel's season like his last day i thought he was so mm-hmm. annoying and i'm like how did rachel keep him around this long like for so long he's just so like i don't know he was really annoying on rachel's season and i just i don't get it i don't get it raven is like not only like just such a catch but she's like the darling of the show okay so this is interesting i I don't love Raven. I'm not, That's like, convinced. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm, like, I'm met on her. I love Christina. Mm-hmm. I so love, Christina's my favorite. I love her. So I'm just, like, with, with Raven, I just feel like I don't. So I was actually, I'm in, like, a group text about The Bachelor, too. Obviously, like, my life is consumed. But, like, and we were talking about, because I had the opinion of, like, Raven's, like, oh, she's just kind of like that girl that's, like, pretty but kind of boring and all the guys love her and then my friends that had seen it they're like no that's D-Lo and now I'm like okay yeah oh, yeah that's 100% D-Lo exactly so I'm like okay wait I, I changed my assessment of Raven I think do think Raven is super sweet I just don't see a lot of personality from her she just but that could be that she's just quiet yeah I feel like I see a lot of personality from her but I don't know I could see how she's like not everyone's cup of tea but I even, like, get the sense that they're grooming her mm-hmm. as, like, a potential bachelorette or something. Because, not to get, like, too deep into bachelor theory. Okay. But, okay, so normally, like, with when it comes to, like, picking the bachelor, the choices are normally, mm-hmm. like, whoever was eliminated from last season, season of Bachelorette, and then people from Bachelor mm-hmm. in Paradise are kind of, like, thrown in the mix, too, because they're, like, fresh in our minds. You got to remember yeah. that we have the winter games, like the bachelor winter games right before they pick who's going to be the bachelorette. So it like, oh. they, they would never pick like a former cast member to be the bachelorette. They would normally just pick someone from the season of the bachelor that like just happened. But now this time mm-hmm. we have like the bachelor winter games happening at the same time as the bachelor. Oh, okay. So clearly, like, they'll bring Raven there. So I feel, like, and this is without even knowing who the next Bachelor is. So, like, who knows who, like, the next girls will be. Mm -hmm. But I would already, like, throw Raven in the Bachelor mix because you could tell that the show loves her. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And she's she's cute and, and, like, she doesn't have, like, she's good enough. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't have any drama. Like, no one had a problem with her. And she kind of appeals to all markets now. Like, she has, like, the southern charm. And Mm -hmm. you can tell she's, like, pretty, like, woke and stuff. Like, with, like, everything with DeMario. I was actually, like, super surprised. I was like, Raven? (laughs) Where is this coming from? I think a lot of people, like, misjudged her. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But. Yeah. Yeah. And remember, like, long ago on Batch Chat, how, like, we were all so obsessed with Sarah? I liked. I. Yeah, I liked her, too. I'm, like, I still think that she's, like, so cute. On social media, she got really annoying. Oh, yeah, And like, for sure. more power to you. If you, like, are cute enough and you get on The Bachelor and you, like, get dumped, but you get, like, this Instagram following, more power to you. You want to sell FabFitFun boxes, go for it. But, like, just don't Do be, it. like, there's a good way to integrate, like, good content, and then, like, there's a bad way to integrate content. Like... I agree. I don't know. Sarah just and it's like every other post was it. 
Yeah, and, like, her Instagram stories are just so, like, like, she only does it when she has something to sell. Like, just give give me a good ratio of sponsored and non-sponsored po- sponsored posts, and I'm, like, a happy camper. I'm easy to please. Mm-hmm. I'll I use agree. your promo code for a Bombay hair wand or something. <laughs> the teeth whitening or whatever. Yes. Skinny teeth. <laughs> Skinny teeth. Okay, random, but one time I got a random email to, like, sell, like, skinny tea, and this was, like, I think that, like, they just mass sent it out to, like, a lot of people, like, with Instagrams. Yeah. But, like, and this was, like, before I even had, like, like, I think I maybe had, like, a thousand followers, and I don't even have that many followers on Instagram. Like, I have, like, like, 1,200 followers. Oh, that's awesome. But, like, I mean, it's more than me. (laughs) Not enough to be selling any sponsored content at all. But like, do they just sell these, send these emails to anybody? Like, anybody could just use, like, this affiliate code and, like, mm-hmm. get money? That, what the heck? Because, like, I think I had, like, 900 followers, and I'm like, why do they want me to promote skinny Yeah, well, they seem, like, not, and, like, 900 followers, like, that's still w- perfectly within the realm of, like, those could be, like, all people that you have known, like, Facebook friends. Yeah. Like, you probably know all those people. <laughs> yeah, it's, like. It, it was, like, a very weird thing, but I was, like, do they send these to everybody? Is that why there's so many people sponsoring them? Just because they like, <laughs> like does anybody want a promo code? Please, anyone, I'm begging you. Please, please sell our skinny teeth. <laughs> and I'm, like, to my friends and family? Like, is this, like, an MLM? Um, <laughs> anyway, do you have any more thoughts about Adam Raven, Raven Sarah? Who do you I think, think it is pick? funny, though, that Raven's, like, stressing about Adam going on the dates. Like, hmm, like... I just think it's funny because she's been in this position of power for so long Yeah. of like, she has her pick of the guys and now she's kind of like sweating a little bit. Like, uh Oh, at least she knows. Um, at least she knows, uh, that she's like safe no matter what, like they're not going to let her go home. No, no, she has been Z and she, and then some new guy will come. Yeah. But do you think that he's going to pick Sarah or pick, I would normally think Raven, but with, like, that random history that Sarah and him have. Yeah, that was, like, uh, that was a surprising reveal to me. So this is what I don't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me. So when they say that, like, Sarah and I can't remember who the other guy, I guess Adam, like, they were in Dallas during the break. Like, were they, like, in the holding cell that they do before they send them into Bachelor? Is, like, that what they were doing? So all of them, so when they got shut down mm-hmm. everyone got flown to dallas and i think that they were supposed to stay in dallas for like a couple days to see if they were supposed to fly back down um like to see if like production can resume like all. but like why was sarah and adam there because they weren't there yet so before you so everyone flies down at the same time like and everyone does like their cute little intro videos oh, at the same time and all okay. that stuff but then they just keep them in the hotel and then like they, like, knock on their door and say, like, okay, it's, like, your, day, it's your day to come down. Get ready. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. And I guess okay, they, like, they don't have a phone. Like, they don't have internet. Like, they're not allowed out of their rooms. Like, it would well, be sucks. nuts. Like, they, I guess they have a TV, but. That would get boring. Yeah, it gets so boring. Ashley, I said that she, like, started writing a book, like, while she was waiting <laughs> to go down. And I'm like, heaven knows what's going to be in that tell-all. Seriously. Um, but I feel like I wouldn't even need to, like, buy or read a book from Ashley I. Like, I feel like she's such an open book. Where, oh, yeah. Where, like, 
Like, okay, like, I've listened to, like, one episode of your podcast. Like, I get the story. Yeah, um, I know you. I would maybe want to know, like, more info about the Kayla situation. Because for yeah. some reason, her contract, like, won't allow her to ever talk about that. Oh, um, yeah, because they were grooming Kayla to be Bachelorette, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think that they just kind of forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess let's talk about Dean and Christina. Um, like, no, you know what? I'm going to leave that one for last. Let's talk okay. about Diggy and Lacey and that whole situation because that one's less oh. exciting. And then yeah. we could, like, talk about, like, stuff that actually matters, which is Dean and Christina. <laughs> yeah, we're talking Lacey. Poor Lacey. But, like, here's the thing. Who is Lacey? I could not remember her yeah, from the season. Well, so she got eliminated, like, really early on. And then she was the one at uh, Men or Women Tell All who asked Nick. She was like, did you friend zone me? And Nick's like. I sent you home because, like, I didn't uh, like you. Like, I don't we, – we weren't friends. Like, it was very yeah. uncomfortable. But so – Okay, I remember that now. This is, like, another deep Bachelor theory that I've mentioned on the podcast before. Not theory. It's a fact, I think. So I've always wondered, I'm like, why does Lacey have so much screen time on this show? Like, yeah. Because, like, they gave her so much time while she was on Bachelor – they gave her so much time on Women Tell All, and I knew that she was going to go to Paradise. I'm like, what is happening? She, like, totally knows somebody at ABC. And, like, her dad is, oh, like, for sure. super rich and that stuff. So that's she's on stupid. there kind of as, like, a favor. I don't know. I don't know if that's confirmed, but I I read that online. That's, um, I mean, that makes sense. I always assume that people that are, like, really random, like, they must know someone. Yeah. And here's the thing. With, like, Izzy last season, Izzy was oh, eliminated, gosh, yeah. like, night one of Ben's. And she wasn't that annoying. Like, she was, like, kind of cute. She stayed in her own lane most of the time until she, like, did Vinny wrong. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, I don't know. So I forgot about that. Diggy and Lacey, they go on their date with Jorge, Jorge's Torres. Loved that we got to see Jorge again. So missed him. Missed Jorge so much. It was a long week without him. Um... Although I do appreciate Wells being the bartender. Me too. I kind of like, I like that he like talks to them and he's like, yeah. he's more engaging than Jorge. Cause Jorge was just like funny to like look at. He like didn't mm-hmm. talk though. For sure. And so Diggy and Lacey, they go on their date. Like they kiss like a little bit. You can tell that like Diggy's like not really into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of sad. Again, don't love Lacey, but it was pretty sad when she like started pulling guys away for like with her date oh gosh yeah um it would be a friend date and she's like well i want a romantic date like well stop i think for Lacey, like the best thing to do would be like pull the danielle m is like you know what i've been here long enough to know that i don't have connect like a connection with you know one of these guys is not going to appear out of thin air at this But remember she's waiting for daniel oh gosh yeah but why (laughs) daniel's so weird they probably like DM'd each other for a while or something. Oh, gosh. Like, so much happens off-camera, and then they, like, pretend like nothing happened off-camera. Yeah. It's a pet peeve of mine. But, yeah, so then Dominique comes back down. Um, and who, who is Dominique again? Like, this is, like, I don't know who this is. So Dominique was on Nick's season, and, like, by episode three, I guess she had, like, never really even talked to him, like, one-on-one. And then she started spiraling out of control, and she's like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? And then she talks to uh-huh. Nick, and she's like, why don't you talk to me? And he's like, uh, uh, I've already formed connections with other people. Maybe you should just go home. And she's like, okay. And they had, like, never talked. 
Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, so Diggy immediately likes Lacey. Do you have any thoughts, or not Lacey, like Dominique? Dumb. Do you have any thoughts about this situation? Do, I don't think Taylor is to blame. I think it would have happened no matter what. No. Here's my thing. I am very staunchly team Taylor. Like, even, like, our batch chat was going off, like, anti with anti-Taylor sentiments, and I just was really not having it. Like, I really liked Taylor. <laughs> I don't, I mean, like I Lacey said. Taylor, but I loved Corinne. That's, okay. <laughs> I don't like Corinne. I just, like, this is, like, okay, this is, like, a sidetrack, but, like, I, whenever somebody said like whenever there's a character on a show or like on reality television like that that person's so fake that's always my favorite person <laughs> like I always like love that person so much I don't know it's like a weird like I identify with them like I loved Kayla like I I just really so I like, I loved Taylor you love and like the anti-hero I, yeah I love the one that everyone's like oh they're so I mean this is again why I'm still defending Taylor Swift in 2017 like I just like <laughs> whoever do you like Taylor Swift's personality, or do you just like yes. her as a superstar? Yes, I like Taylor Swift's personality. There is okay. Unfollow me now. No, everybody. okay. Here's I the like deal. Love Taylor Swift's music. I will buy everything she ever puts out. I don't like her new album art. I think she's such no, a beautiful girl, but I think that that like whole angle is like super unflattering. Which is mm-hmm. like I can't believe that anything's even unflattering on her because she's perfect. Yeah. But, like she could. I like her, but she could loosen the reins a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's see, that, that's where like I identify. Like I'm like, oh, I can see like I always see myself in the in the Taylors and the Kaylas of like you really want to control what people think about you and like mm-hmm. your image, and it's like it's really impossible to do that. And so like with Taylor, I feel like she really wanted. I don't Are we talking know. about know, Swift or <laughs> Taylor Bachelor? I think I'm getting confused. I don't want to, I, I would love to talk about Taylor Swift, but right now we're talking about Taylor. I don't think she did anything wrong with the Lacey thing. I feel I like she did a single thing. wrong. Lacey said herself, she'd been back for like 11 minutes. So like, how was she supposed to get a full debrief? Yeah. Like the last thing Taylor knows is like, Lacey's going door to door begging for dates. So she didn't, it's not like she's seen Lacey and Diggy together for the past, like, you know, however long and like, Oh wow. They totally have a connection. Like, this is the first any of us have any seen of Lacey and Diggy. So where was Taylor supposed to, like, intuitively know that Lacey had had a good time? Like, it's just weird. Like, and in my opinion, like, to bring up the Adam, Raven, Sarah thing again, I think mm-hmm. that Sarah was in the wrong. Like, I think that was a little mean girl. Of oh, that was a little catty, for sure. But I don't think Dominique did anything wrong. No, Dominique didn't do anything wrong. Taylor did anything wrong. And, like, I, like Lacey... Do you think, like, I don't think she's sad of the loss of Diggy. I think that she's sad of the loss of, like, a guy that she could potentially get a rose from. Exactly. And a potential of going home now, for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, it was one date. Like, and it's not like they were talking a bunch before. Again, like, like I said, she would basically door to door. If it hadn't been Diggy, it would have been someone else. Yeah. So it's, no, no, I'm, I'm done with them. I wish Diggy and Dominique all... All the happiness in the world. I thought they seemed like they were having fun. I thought it was cute how close of friends Taylor and Dominique were. Yeah, I had not. They I was not expecting so that. Excited to see Taylor. They were, and I. I mean, like I said, I love Taylor, and I feel like Taylor's really been able to, like, without Corinne there, like, she no offense, the like narrative and like. Exactly. Yeah, like she's able to like not be anxious about Corinne, like. You know, mm-hmm. jumping on her in every movie, you know. 100%. She's able to like live her life and 
be with Derek, who's, and they're so cute. I love them together. All right, so, um, last but not least, let's talk Dean. about Dean and Christina. Okay. Where oh, my gosh. to even start? Okay, so let me just say, right off the bat, talking about episode one, I don't think that anything that Dean did up until the birthday cake situation was that bad. Interesting. I think... I... Sorry, keep going. Okay, so I think that... Because Christina... Like, Christina was willing to go on a date with somebody else. Mm Mm-hmm. They had kind of had that little talk. Yes, Dean was being distant. And yes, I, like, I put myself in Christina's shoes so much. Like, when I was dating, like, before I met my husband, I was always Christina, except for, like, not as beautiful or anything. But, like, I was always (laughs) in that situation where I'm, like... I like a guy, he's giving me enough attention where I think that, like, there could be something there. Mm-hmm. He's giving me enough affirmation and he's asking me out on, like, enough dates. But then, like, I would go to, like, ward prayer or, like, something and I'd just watch him with every other girl. Or I would, like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, I so feel Christina for that. I think that Christina interpreted Dean's talk with her a different way, which is partly Dean's fault, mainly Dean's fault, because Dean just wasn't clear enough. He should have been, like, if he wanted to end it, he should have ended it. But, um... Yeah, that's, I think, too. And I don't fault Dean for going on the date with D'Lo, because even Christina, when... Who was it that walked in? Was it Adam? Yeah, Adam... I think it was Adam, yeah. She was willing to go on a date with Adam. So... Mm Mm-hmm. But then... Maybe starting from the I don't date, think then I hold him accountable. Yeah, so my thing, like, I think, you know, he's, it's not, I always say this, like, with dating, like, it's not your fault if you, like, don't have feelings for someone, or, like, you, mm-hmm. your feelings change. Like, that's not your fault. It's, like, what you do after that. Like, so I don't yeah. fault him for maybe thinking, I want to slow down with Christina. But I do, so he goes on the date with D'Lo. And then he comes back and he's like hanging around Christina and he's like, Oh, well, when you have time, do you want to hang out with me? And like, that's when I was like, dude, what? Like you're totally leading her on at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you're making her think that you're interested in her when you just like, you're just going to treat her like garbage, but you don't want her to be mad at you. Yeah. That's like what, and I've just been in that situation before. It's like, I've been in that Oh, situation like so many times. Yeah. Like I don't want you to hate me. But I don't want you to date me. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how that rhymes. Like, but, like, I, I don't want to date you, but, like, I really don't want you to not like me. So I'm just going to, like, kind of hang around. Like, I don't know. It was just I just saw was, myself in that situation. He had her on the hook, but he wasn't going to reel her in. No. That's and he knows that. And he the likes- birthday party thing was so hard. Yeah, that was so uncomfortable. And I don't even think – I give, like, cast members a lot of credit, and I realize what they can do with editing – I can mm-hmm. realize how awkward they can make things seem. That was not editing. He was cuddling no. with Christina, and then he comes in with a cake that I'm sure producers gave him or whatever. But he comes mm-hmm. in with that cake and does that whole thing, and then Christina goes off crying. He looks at her, and then he continues to hang out with D'Lo. Yeah, there was no, like, yeah. splicing of that at all. He's a like, boy. Uh, I know. I know. I, 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 I wanted to believe in you, Dean. I know. Like, I'll be interested to see who he gives his rose to. I think he'll still end up giving his rose to Christina, honestly. And really? That's what I think. I don't know. Here's the thing. Also, with this is, like, another thing where I put myself in her shoes so bad, which is, like, 
I don't know, like, watching her in this whole situation, like, struck a chord with me, mm-hmm. even though I've, like, been married for two years, and I'm, like, <laughs> out of the dating game, and I shouldn't wear these emotional scars that I developed in young single adult wards, but yeah. I wear them proudly, but, like, <laughs> but, like, really liking a guy, having something good going with a guy, but, like, there's always this, like, perfect girl where you're, like, I don't get it, like, yeah, like, she's pretty, but, like, the personality's, like, not there, and, like, all that stuff, like, yeah. I don't know. And then when I, she dropped the freaking pizza, I was like, that's it. She's dumb. Final straw. No, yeah. I had a roommate like that. Um, and she, I mean, she was a pretty girl, but she didn't really, I didn't really, I mean, like, she was just, she was nice and she was very sweet, but like every guy in my singles ward was like falling over themselves to date her. And I was, it like made me feel like, am I just like the ugly duckling or like, what's wrong with me? That so happened. I remember, yeah, like I was in a singles ward. And, yeah, there was this, like, one girl who, like, she was pretty and, like, athletic. I don't know. Like, and she, like, she did make, like, pretty good conversation. But, like, I just, like, I never got it. And every guy was literally falling over themselves, like, over her. And me being super catty and all of my friends being super catty. And literally, like, and I feel this is horrible that I'm admitting that all these people gossiped about this girl because she really was nice. But literally, once I would get to know, like, girls in the ward, this person would always come up and we're like, yeah, I don't get it. And everyone was always like, yeah, yeah, I just don't get it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's... It's just, like, a normal thing. And I'm sure that girl, like, has her own trials and stuff, too. She's not perfect, but I don't know. I feel like for every social group, there's always that person who mm-hmm. you're just like, what? they're so beautiful and like they're so perfect and then they get the guys and then it just makes losing your guy to that person like so much more painful i don't know you're like classic or of course yeah like of course but yeah so i think that about sums up the last two episodes about of bachelor in paradise can you think of anything that we left out mm, the, the pizza <laughs> We got the pizza. That's just funny to me. Okay. I was How like, funny was Alexis's? She you had one job. Yeah, and she was like crying like she was being broken up with. <laughs> I think one of the best things to happen to the show, and this is going to sound like such a contradiction, is the fact that Alexis went on the show while having a boyfriend. Because yeah. she didn't get mixed up in any romance stuff. That means mm-hmm. that she she's keeping around people like Jack Stone and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And she just provides, like, grade A commentary. The thing, so I, again, this is, like, you know, me and my, like, weird issues or whatever. I always, like, love the girls that everyone thinks are fake, but I always, like, really don't like the girls that are, like, one of the guys. I'm always, like, they're super annoying. So, like, I didn't love Alexis, but I, what's, I, I'm coming around on Alexis Mm -hmm. is that I really like how good of a friend she is. Yes. When Christina was like Christina, and then she was just holding her. Yeah. You could tell she yeah, like, I mean, she's friend. not just here as, like, entertainment. She's, like, a quality person, and so I'm, like, I'm coming around on Alexis. Yeah. I remember watching her intro package for next season, and I'm, like, why is she here? And, like, the dolphin thing in the beginning, I was, like, what the heck? Please make this stop. Yeah. And then just the more we got to get to know her, just the funnier and funnier she got. Like, you get to know her as, like, a personality and not, like, a character. Yeah. Which is, she is kind of, like, portrayed as this character of, like, you know, one of the guys, and, you know, whatever. But, like, she's, like, a really good person. And so, I'm sorry I misjudged you, Alexis. 
We don't deserve her. She's so good. <laughs> we know she should be the next Bachelorette. <laughs> Once we can deserve her. Oh my goodness. All right, so yeah, I guess that about wraps up Bachelor in Paradise season or season. I wish it was the end of the season. Honestly, I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Episodes um, yeah, oh three and four. And so next week, I can't even remember what we saw in the preview, except for we get to hear from Corinne, which I am really interested in hearing about. Me too. Because they kind of, the show, I, I don't even think that the media painted Corinne as a bad guy, but I feel like the show has kind of painted her as a bad guy in this situation. I, I agree because there's been, they've been so quick to defend tomorrow, which I think the situation like necessitated that yeah. to defend tomorrow, that like you can't really defend tomorrow without... But, like, they didn't need to bring up all of these statements where she said, like, I'm the victim in the situation. Mm-hmm. And, that's, like, that's not what she meant. Like, she didn't mean, like, she was a victim of sexual assault. She, she meant she was a victim as she's the one that has to deal with this media backlash. But, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. I'm, I'm really interested to hear what she has to say because it's such a touchy situation and we haven't yet heard her be, like, that articulate. Mm-hmm. So, it, we'll just have to wait and see, but... Yeah, so before you go, I really want to talk to you about your awesome Instagram account, your awesome, like, fashion Instagram. <laughs> Melly Wears, okay, I'm so obsessed with it. I'm one of those people that, like, really struggle, I don't know, with, like, I have, like, a basic style, and I like to look cute, and I like to be trendy, but mm-hmm. I just, like, I never really know how to break it down, and that's why I love your account, because you you post these awesome outfits that are totally everyday wearable, they're so cute. The account is, like, so natural and, like, fluid and, like, not um, super – I don't want to say, like, not super curated because you are organized, like, by the way that you do it. But, like, it's attainable stuff that, like, I could wear. So I really want to hear more about the account. So, like, what kind of, like, led you to make this account Millie Wears? Yeah. So I – back in, like, you know, the hey, the heyday of blogs, like, 2010 you know, to 11 or whatever, I, I was well. – I was way into it. I loved, I mean, I don't want to like name it. like, I was in love with all of the, the blogs that I would like read them and I just loved it. And I think, you know, over a couple of years, it just kind of started, you know, like just kind of, it just felt like everything was super sponsored and it was just didn't feel real anymore. And, and plus, I mean, just the natural, the like natural progression, like people stopped moving from blogging to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people would always like, I've just liked, you know, clothes and like style and stuff like that. Like ever since I was, you know, like a kid and people would always say, you should start a fashion blog. You should start, you should start a fashion blog. And I, I toyed out the idea for a while. Um, but when I, so when I moved to DC, it was kind of part of this like journey of like, I'm just going to like, you know, throw caution to the wind and just kind of do what I want. Basically. I'd always wanted to live in DC so I just like, I'm going to get a job and move to DC. I want to do it. And so that was one of those things like, you know what? I am going to do a fashion, but I like didn't want to do the commitment to like the blog because I don't, I mean, at the time I didn't really have any kind of equipment to take my photos. I didn't want to commit to like, it felt like so much more of a commitment to being doing a blog, like, and having to write like a post about what I was wearing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I just, I have seen like, like I said, the progression of like, no one really looks at the blogs anymore. Yeah, it's blogs like, if you just... Dying. Yeah, like, if you scroll your Instagram, like, it's there anyway, you know, it's just there. So I, and I just, I do feel like there's a space, um, there's not a lot of, so I, I work in an office that's business, business casual, I would say, um, and there's not really a lot of fashion blogs that do that because most fashion bloggers, like, don't work, 
And so um, there, I mean, I did have one blog that I really liked, but she got so popular that she quit her job. So she's no longer posting office appropriate clothing. And so I was like, ah, so um, that's what I started. So I started that in like maybe November of last year. And I literally was taking selfies in my full length mirror with my iPhone, <laughs> like very high tech. Um, so then I actually, I upgraded to a tripod. And so now I just, um, I take my photos before I go to leave for work in the morning. Um, and I just, yeah, that's, that's what I do. And I totally love it. And you break everything down. So you like, you let us know where you could find the stuff. You let us know, like, if these are items that like are kind of old, older and like, we can't find them in stores or anything like that. Yeah. And I don't know. And I love the feed. It's just like such like a honest and I, I, <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's just like so real and attainable yet pretty to look at and organized. <laughs> No, thank you. So I, one thing I really, um, as I've gotten older and like, you know, it seems so silly to be talking about like, but fashion like is important, but like once you kind of nail down like what you like and like, and what kind of style you enjoy wearing, like you just, your confidence in yourself and like, I mean, I just have this, I feel very strongly that when you're confident in yourself and like how you look and how you feel, then you're able to like, kind of put that energy rather than focusing on yourself and like, Oh, I hate my outfit. Uh, I hate my hair or whatever. Like focus that energy out into other things, whether it's like your relationships or like your job or anything like that. And I think that's one thing. I mean, as I've, and I, I like, I mean, I've something I've worked on for a long time is like, I, now I know what I like to wear and like what looks good on me. Like I can never wear boyfriend jeans. <laughs> like don't, Melissa, don't buy boy je- boyfriend jeans. <laughs> They're bad for you. And, you know, things like that. Or, like, I just, like, I don't have, like, a bohemian style. Like, some people do, and they pull it off really well. And I, like, would go and, like, I would go to Forever 21, and I would buy, like, you know, some kimono or something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I am going to be a beautiful boho festival babe after this. And then, this. You and then and you're like, oh. And then I never wear it. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think you know, in, in like a weird way, like once you figure out like kind of what you like and like what looks good on you, then you actually end up do saving yourself money because you don't buy, you know, stuff that you don't, aren't going to wear. For sure. Just, so anyway, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that definitely makes sense. And I don't know everyone. I just want to like, I've said it a million times, but I just really want to like re-say it. Like I want to reaffirm my stance on this account, which sounds so, (laughs) but I totally love it. And again, I'm someone that kind of struggles with fashion. Like I take pride in like making sure that like I look cute or like I look presentable Mm -hmm. and I don't know, and your account like just makes it like so easy. I don't know. It's so good. Oh, so I love it. I mean, one thing I guess I would say, um, I actually wrote a blog post about this. I do actually, I mean, as much as I like the inauthenticity, I do have a blog, um, but I wrote a blog post about this a couple of years ago about how I came like to find like what I like. And I just think if you look, I love Pinterest. Like I have like so many like boards or whatever, but like if you find like a TV show or like a, even like a blogger or a TV show or a movie character that you're like, that is like, you know, what I'm going for here. And so like, for me, I like joke about it, but it's like not even a joke. I love the movie. You've got mail is like my favorite movie. And so I always am like, what would Kathleen Kelly wear if she was first of all real 
second of all, lived in 2017. And so that kind of, like, guides what I mm-hmm. wear and, like, what I buy. And so, like, you know, when I'm at Forever 21, which, like, I don't go to Forever 21, but, like, H&M is more, like, my vice. Like, I go to H&M, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at this, like, sweatshirt, and it has this, like, sassy phrase on it. I'm like, no, you don't want to wear it. Like, like, that's not something. Are you saying that it's, like, not a good look to go out and get a sweatshirt that says, like, pizza is life? Pizza in yeah. Bay. Like, I, that's I, just, I like, not. <laughs> but, like, I mean, that could be, if that is your thing, that's awesome. Like, go for it. But, like. It's, it's not. <laughs> but, like, if it's somebody, if it's a listener's, if it's a listener's. You know what? You do I you. Don't... It's 2017. Yeah. Be your own person. And people, I dress like a grandma sometimes. <laughs> like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I have to own it. Like, I dress like a grandma. And so I think what's most important is like that's what makes you feel good, that's what makes you like look good. And I don't know when you yeah. look good, you feel good. Like that's such a true statement. Yeah, and so I, I mean, I try to shop in mostly like affordable places. I mean, I don't, I have a hard time with, um, I don't know, because I go back and forth because you know they always say like, you know, invest in the in like really good quality clothes and like fall out I'm like okay yeah but I don't really have that yeah how do I say current and how I mean sorry I don't have $300 to like drop on a pair of boots right now like Mm -hmm. I mean I think there's a there's a balance and I have like some forever 21 pieces that I've had for like five years and so like you know like it just kind of is a balance I don't think you know going and buying your entire closet of forever 20 like if it I don't know there's something I mean, to be said for trendy pieces and there's something to be said for well-made staples yes exactly thank you you get what I'm saying um so I mostly do I mean I try to shop and that's the thing too is like with these with bloggers sometimes like they kind of they post these they these outfits that are just completely unattainable for the normal person you know and they're just like I I can't afford that $300 skirt from anthropology like no mm-hmm. and I nor do I want to spend $300 of my well hard-earned money on a skirt from anthropology like that's just not something I value but yeah I don't know no I no those are like really good tips I think it's important to like find inspiration and just kind of stick to it especially when like trying to discover your own personal style but oh oh and another thing sorry another tip that I do um I this goes both ways like I okay first of all I'm gonna sound like a total freak I have a spreadsheet that I have every item of clothing that I have and I have like outfits for it (laughs) like I have a navy blue blouse or whatever and then I have like navy blue blouse with these pants and then this skirt and so like if I ever am like stuck in a rut I'm like what do I want to wear I'm like okay I'm feeling like wearing this skirt and then I look and I see okay I haven't worn that in a while you know, you this do combination. You realize that this makes you, like, share from Clueless, right? I recognize that. It also makes me sound like I'm a literal psychopath. <laughs> but. No, share from Clueless was not a psychopath. And she is you or <laughs> she. So it always I love, I love it. Um, And then also, I, when, like, when the coming seasons, like, it's so funny. Because every, I feel like spring, summer, and then fall, winter, I'm like, what do people even wear in the fall? <laughs> like, what is fall clothing? And so I kind of go back. Um, and I kind of, I make like a wish list for myself. Cause I, like I said, I don't really like doing like impulse buys. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, where you're just at the mall and you're like, I'm bored and I want to just buy this. I mean, I feel like I probably sound like a shopaholic right now, but like, I just, I just don't like doing that because you end up, you buy it and then and it ends up sitting in your closet and never wearing it. Yeah. Um, where like you keep going back to the same shirt over and over again. Um, and so I usually like create a Pinterest board that has a couple different, um, things in it, like shirts or like, you know, I grew out of my like I need different size pants or whatever. And like, these are the things that I want. And I kind of, that's my, that guides my shopping for like the season. Like I've gone, I did this the other day for fall. I'm like, like, these are kind of what I want to go for. Um, I don't know if I'm making sense. Sorry. Um, (laughs) like this is like, Oh, this is, um, a shirt that I really like. And then, so when I, and I, am in the mood to go shopping or like I do have some like money in my budget that I'm like wanting to spend money on clothes, then I I know what I want. And I'm not just like wandering aimlessly through the mall. It's like, okay, well, no, you pinned this shirt from Bowdoin or whatever mm-hmm. that you really like. And you've been staring at it for the last like three weeks. And so, you know, you really want it. So now you can buy it and you feel good about it. And you don't feel like, you know, you want it. You've thought about it enough. I don't know. No, no, it totally makes sense. I think that these are all really, really good tips. And I don't know. And just to kind of tie things up, I just want to say sure. one more time, I love your account and I love <laughs> you for doing this podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and your tips and your hot takes about Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh. It's so, so great. Much. I'm so honored to be on here. What an honor. What <laughs> what could be um, better than being on this podcast? Many things. Oh my goodness. Thank but, you so much. You're so great. All right. So just one more time. Where could everybody find you? Say, like, your personal Insta and then, like... Yes. So, if you are on Instagram, my personal account is MellyNDC, M-E-L-L-Y-I-N-D-C. Um, that is also my Twitter handle. And Melly wears... Oh, it's also my Pinterest. If you are interested in following me on Pinterest, um, MellyNDC is also my Pinterest handle. Um, and then my fashion account is Melly wears M-E-L-L-Y-W-E-A-R-S. Perfect. Melly, thank you so much for being on today's podcast. I hope yes, you'll thanks do it so much again. for having me. You rock. Don't ever change. And everyone, <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I'm Mary Arndt, and this was I Just Want to Chat podcast. If you want to find me, or if you want to ask me a question, or if you have any questions or comments about the show, um, send me a direct message on Instagram or on Twitter. I'm at Mary Person on Twitter and at Mary Pearson Arndt on Instagram. And please remember to rate and subscribe to the show. Every time you do, it helps it climb the iTunes charts and lets me reach more people and show them more cool accounts just like Melly's. So thank you so much, Melly. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And tune in next week. We have a lot of good shows coming up. I have, like, a lot of good interviews lined up with people. We're going to be not straying away from Bachelor talk. We're still going to do the recaps every week, but I'm going to bring you more premium content. I figured out that that's my new calling in life just bring premium content to people <laughs> online That's love it new goal thank you thank you for your support all right thanks again everybody have a good day all right thanks bye